Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the All Things Overlanding Podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey there, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. Today, I'm actually gone. I'm not actually here. This is a ghost post that I put up ahead of time. I am on an overlanding trip. I've been gone for four days now, and I am in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Uh, it's one of my favorite events. I went last year. It's called CORE, the Q&A Overland Adventure Retreat. Um, I'll put a link in the description below if you want to check it out. They're, obviously, it's happening right now, and they were sold out for this year anyways. But if you want to check it out for next year, I highly recommend it. It's an amazing event. Tons of fun. Awesome, awesome crew of people. I've made a ton of good friends from there. There are awesome vendors. So it's just it's a great place to check out. If you're in the Midwest, it's one of the few places that we can kind of get to um, that isn't too, too far away. I mean, it's about 11 hours away from my house, but that's not too bad. But so today's topic is one that I'm just going to kind of go off the cuff with. I'm going to kind of uh, be a little honest, I think, with this. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you up front kind of what the topic is, and then we'll break here for a second, and then we'll hop right back into it. Um, the topic of today, though, is I, you know, when I go to YouTube, I search for overlanding all the time. I want to see what's out there. I want to see what other people are making content about. I want to get ideas. I want to be like inspired, right? And when I search for just the term overlanding, all that I see is overlanding 101, what is overlanding, how to get started in overlanding, that kind of stuff, right? And again, I've made videos like that, quite a few of them. Nothing wrong with that at all. However, I feel like that's kind of short-sighted, right? I feel like we're kind of missing the point when we say, what is overlanding? Like, you can Google what is overlanding. The question that I want to ask and the question that I want to talk about today is I want to talk about why overlanding, right? Like, everybody, if you're watching this video and you're like, you know what, I, I want to know more about what overlanding is, I want to know more about that, you're going to learn that too in this video. But what I'm more going to talk about is 
not just what is overlanding, but why you should do it, right? Like why it's important and why it was such a life-changing like event for me, right? Like it made me start a YouTube channel. It made me buy a different type of vehicle than I otherwise would have. It made me get obsessed with like reading forums and talking to people and hopping in Facebook groups all around this country with different states to learn about like different off-road trails and things like that. Um, so today we're going to talk about why overlanding instead of what is overlanding. Um, so to learn more about that, stay tuned. All Things Overlanding is brought to you by Red Arc Power Management Solutions. Rugged Bound Supply Company, rooftop tents, awnings, roof racks, and more. Overland Addict, premium overland gear. Last U.S. Bag, overlanding bags and equipment. Northology Overland, trips and a monthly overlanding magazine. All of these companies are really amazing, so I highly recommend you click through the links in the description below to learn more about each of them. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I did just want to briefly interrupt the podcast slash vlog here to say thanks so much for watching. Thanks for listening. I am just like a normal guy, right? I'm shooting this on my phone right now. So nothing fancy here. If that's what you want, there are definitely some amazing fancy overlanding channels. Definitely check them out. But I just wanted to say thank you again for watching and listening. Um, I also wanted to say, you know, of course, as always, if you are not subscribed, if you are not liking the videos, if you're not, you know, a part of the Facebook, the Instagram, the podcast, the YouTube, the Patreon page, definitely check out those links in the description below because I'd love to have you. Like, that's the best thing of this for me is making friends with you guys, talking about cool overlanding stuff, seeing your builds. So definitely join all those places wherever you want, no pressure, but wherever you want to join, I would love it if you would come in and join those communities and hang out with me. All right, but let's get into the episode. Today's episode is about why overlanding instead of what is overlanding. Um, let me make a little bit of a differentiating statement here. So again, the, for, for everyone, if you're new and you've never heard of overlanding before, overlanding is typically defined something along the lines of, you know, long distance overland travel where you're relying on your vehicle and the journey is more of the more of the goal than the destination, right? So um, let me give you a good example of that. Like when I went to Land Between the Lakes in July of 2021, um, we had an idea, right? Like we wanted to try and get on the water. We wanted to try and get on the lake. But on our way there, we actually had way more fun exploring and finding new things. And we found a, a guy in a Ford Ranger, this poor guy that had gotten stuck and we had to recover him. And, you know, we, you know, saved his life kind of. I mean, who knows if no one had come along, he would have been stuck out there. I don't know if he had food or anything. He and his girlfriend were stuck. So we found that. We found a bunch of mud holes. We overcame some obstacles. And that trip back to the campsite was like all we talked about all night. We got to the campsite. It was beautiful. It was on the lake. It was really nice. But just the trip to get back there was the the thing that we ended up talking about, the thing that actually was the interesting part. That's kind of what overlanding is, right? Where you have a goal in mind, you're going to a place, but rather than like, and I use this as an example a lot, like when you go to like vacation in Florida, you have a, from where I live, it's about a 14 hour drive and it's awful, right? Like the kids are crying and yelling and on their iPads and it's super annoying and Everybody has to listen to different types of music and it's, you know, you're just trying to get there because Florida is the destination. Florida is what you want to do. You want to be on the beach or at the pool or whatever. That's what you're trying to do. And the drive there is just inconsequential, right? It sucks. With overlanding, it's quite the opposite, right? Where it's like, yeah, I know I'm going to go in this general direction. I'm going to try and get there, but I actually just want to like explore. I want to see some new stuff. I want to try some new food at a cool restaurant or in a cool like you know, shack in the middle of the woods in Wisconsin, which I did on the Trans-Wisconsin Adventure Trail years ago. Um, you know, you're driving through the woods on these like 
unmaintained forest roads and you come across a shack with two uh, fuel pumps out in front of it. And they had some of the best like cheese curds I've ever had. And it was in Wisconsin, so that makes sense. But, um, you know, that is kind of what overlanding is. But that also kind of speaks to the why, right? Like for a lot of people, a lot of my friends, I feel like they are always kind of like, I don't get it. I don't know why you do it. I feel like a lot of people, if you're newer watching this, you may be thinking that same thing, right? Like, I don't know. I don't really want to get bit by mosquitoes and I don't want to deal with bugs and I don't want to deal with heat or cold. And like, why would I camp in a tent when I could just like drive on a road and go to a hotel and things like that? And to those people, I would say, you got to try it. Like, I kind of thought the same thing, although I grew up in southern Indiana. And so I grew up camping like every weekend when we could. Kids from the neighborhood, we would all get together and we would hike out into the middle of the forest and we would take a tarp and build a little lean-to and build a fire and eat s'mores and and we would just go camping, right? So that's kind of how I grew up. So for me, the camping part is not as rough, I think, as for a lot of people. Um, But again, going out there, like finding that person on the trail and helping them and getting to talk to them and meet them and know more about them and, and, you know, turning around their day that had kind of gone south and we made it better, right? And that was fun for us and it was fun for them to get out and And it's just interesting, right? And to see these things, some of these things, like, again, if you watched, I'll put a tag up here to my Land Between the Lakes video. We were driving by, we saw this sign for a thing called the Elk and Bison Prairie. And we were like, uh, my buddy radioed me and he's like, oh, a friend of mine said this is actually pretty cool. Should we go check it out? And I'm like, yeah, why not? You know, like, what are we doing? We're just driving around exploring. Like, that's kind of the whole point. We pulled in, we paid our five bucks, we went through it. For the first, like, 10 minutes, we didn't see anything. We're like, well, this sucks. It's just a... It's just we paid five bucks to drive on a road through some trees. And then all of a sudden we come around a corner and there's just cars in a line all backed up. And there's buffalo everywhere covering the whole road, blocking the road, running out into the road and stuff. It was crazy, but it was awesome. And then we ended up, we had to kind of sort of sneak down by them. And I was within like five or ten feet from a bunch of bison and we're driving our trucks through. And like I got some cool video of it. It was a really interesting experience. It was something that I didn't expect to see at all on this trip, like in Kentucky. I didn't expect to see elk or bison. Um, so it ended up being a really cool thing. And then we stopped at a parking lot outside of there and we parked and there was like a big koi pond that was really interesting and people everywhere. You know, it's just there is something really magical about exploring and trying new things and kind of getting outside your comfort zone and, you know, meeting new people and all that kind of stuff that, you know, I don't think it's talked about enough in these type of videos. So, you know, yes, overlanding is exploring with your vehicle, being reliant on your vehicle. I enjoy that part of it. I enjoy modifying my vehicle to fit my personality, but also to like allow me to go out longer to have a refrigerator so I can keep food good, keep beer cold, have a rooftop tent. So at the drop of a hat, I can pop that up and I can be having a good time camping in the woods, right? Um, But the reason that I do it, the reason that I enjoy that stuff, the reason that I put up with the bugs or the cold in the winter or, you know, whatever is that freedom, right? And that, that ability to kind of like see new things and learn new things and, and kind of get away from it all. Right. So that's another piece of it is the like escapism piece of it. So, you know, I have a wife, I have a couple kids, I have a a dog and a cat, um, And I love all of them dearly, right? Like that's, this is not at all in any way saying I want to get away from them. I love all of them dearly. However, you know, you work too and you, there's stresses and things involved in that. And for some people, they like to play video games. For some people, they like to drink. For some people, they like to go out and go overlanding, right? So for me, it's kind of overlanding. And I mean, I will drink some beers and stuff while I'm out there too, but you know, 
sometimes it's just really nice after like a couple long weeks in a row or months in a row of working or stress or, you know, whatever, whatever life throws at you to say, you know what, I'm going to go out in the middle of nowhere. My vehicle has a refrigerator. It has a rooftop tent. It's got all this lighting. It's got, you know, it's capable. It's four wheel drive. I can get to a place that most people can't get to. I can see things that most people can't see and I can escape, right? I can get out there. And a lot of times people ask me like, what do you do out there? Like, isn't it boring? And I'm like, Kind of, but in a good way, right? Like I will go out there and sometimes I'll just go out for like two or three days in a row to like Hoosier National Forest, which is kind of by where I live. And I will just set up the whole truck. I'll deploy the awning. I'll deploy the rooftop tent. I will have the fridge out. I will take a bunch of beer with me. I will take some cigars. I'll take a bunch of food, steaks and burgers and things like that. And it's just so peaceful. Like it's quiet. You're away from people, right? You get some peace and quiet to yourself. And I will, a lot of the times, spend, you know, a quarter, fifth of my day just walking around, hiking, exploring, uh, collecting firewood, chopping up firewood, like doing some manual labor, doing some things that are good for me that that sort of, you know, make me not just sit on a couch at home and play video games, right? That make me chop up some firewood, that make me set up all my gear, that, you know, that sort of stuff. Or I'll read a book. Or, you know, sometimes I, I like to bring some technology with me. Sometimes I'll download some shows onto my phone from Netflix or Hulu. There's nothing wrong with that. There are all these purists out there and these elitists that are like, oh, if you're just watching movies out there, why don't you just stay at home? There's a big difference, guys, I'm telling you. When you get out there and you are by yourself and it's super peaceful and you hear the birds chirping and you hear the the insects you know making their noises and stuff and you can just sit there in a comfy chair with a beer in your hand and a cigar in your other hand and your phone sitting on a table or something and you're just watching one of your favorite shows in utter peace and quiet with no distractions no interruptions there's just something magical about it you know and the same goes with if you go with your family right like i recently went with the kids and the dog and my wife and we went out there and we had a really good time. My kid had a project that he had to do for school where he had to make a video. He wanted to make a horror movie because, you know, he's cool like that. And um, and we all got to be in it. It was actually really, really fun. He shot this thing called the Hide Behind was his idea for this movie. And he shot all these videos of like us camping and stuff from like behind a tree. And then he would shoot video of like his hand with a black glove coming around the tree and stuff. So like... We literally shot an entire like three minute little mini movie for my kids school project out in the woods while we were camping. And it was super fun. Like it was so much fun. And it was fun for everybody. We all got to be involved in it. We all got to have ideas about it and talk about what shots we thought were going to be neat. It was just a lot of fun. So there's there's a million things you can do. Bring airsoft, that sort of thing. There's there's a million things that you can do. So, you know, it's as far as your imagination will take you. But the real magic is just getting out there, getting away, escaping everything for a little bit, and being able to just have some peace and quiet, right? Um, so that is another reason why I think you should get into overlanding. And then the last reason why I think is... Um, you know, again, I mentioned when I was a kid, right, I've been big into camping for as long as I can remember. I have been, um, you know, sort of an outdoorsy guy. And I've also been a car guy. I've always had either a fast car or I've done autocross or I had a Jeep for a while that I off-roaded. More in like off-road parks, less overlanding and more just pure off-roading to tackle obstacles and stuff. Um, and so like that, that has always been a part of my personality. Like I, I despise driving stock vehicles. Like I don't, I don't ever, my wife has a stock Honda Pilot and I drive that thing and I feel invisible, right? Like I, I park at the, the grocery store parking lot and I'm like, where's this car? I can't find this thing. But you know what stands out? My truck. 
you see my truck with the rooftop tent and the antennas and stuff on it. I'm like, there it is. I can see it from the, the door. I know exactly where to go. And it says something about me and it's unique. And, you know, some people I think look at it and go, what the heck is that? What a piece of junk. What a, what is that thing on the roof? You know, like I'm sure that happens all the time, but you know what? I kind of delight in it. I'm not going to lie. I have a really good time when I come out and someone's like walking around my truck or walking around my car and like looking at it. Right. Or someone stops you to ask you about what's that box on the roof or what's that big antenna for. I, I personally love it. I, and I think that that's one of the coolest things about it is being different, right? Like not everybody is an overlander. Not everybody's going to get it. Most people, 90, 95% of people aren't. But in my opinion, that's what makes it so cool, right? Like it's like a private sort of secret club almost that we all get to be a part of if you want to, if you can overcome those challenges of winter or summer or bugs or no bugs, you know, that kind of thing. If you can overcome those challenges, if you can do some work on your vehicle, or pay someone if you've got the budget, right? Like if you're into it enough to do it, then that's cool and you're part of the club. So that was kind of my thoughts on the why overlanding. Again, I just feel like there are so many what is overlanding ones and I wanted to talk a little bit. Now that I've been doing it for a couple of years, I've, I've kind of done some videos that are around like why overlanding is cool, why you should get into overlanding, that kind of thing. But this one is literally just why I think overlanding is important. Right. So um, I hope that's helpful for you guys. I hope that it's not too repetitive from those older videos. I, I feel like I've learned a little bit since then and things have changed a little bit. Um, so, again, hopefully it was helpful. As I mentioned earlier in the video, if you are not already subscribed on YouTube, make sure to do that. Hang out on Facebook, Instagram. Come join the Patreon page. I'd love to have you guys. I want to grow that. It's a little small right now. We've only got a few people in there. But, you know, working to grow it into a really cool, like, really active group of people um, that can contribute to videos, that can join the conversation and kind of ask real questions without worrying about, like, elitists or, you know, people making fun of them or anything like that. Like, just a cool, fun, organic sort of group. So definitely check that out as well. Um, and then, of course, my featured partners down there, too. All awesome, awesome companies. Definitely check out all those links in the description. And uh, that'll wrap it up for this week. So thanks again for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys next time.